everybody. Hello. <laughs> this is Sarah Westcott. And this is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Red. The screen is <laughs> Oh my god, this is our first screen episode in like episode. We said screen episode. Screen episode. Um this is our first screen episode in a long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, this was a long time coming, though, this one. Yep. Um, I was a slacker. Yes. I also was an idiot slacker. But don't forget that you were. You were. <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. We can talk about that in a second. But don't forget, like, this show didn't even come out until, I think, March it started. Or just this it past ended March? In, just this past March. It just started. So, like, you're not that far behind. It must have ended in March. Um, I think it started and ended in March. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Um, so, guys, we're here to finally, finally, finally talk about Daisy Jones and the Six. The TV show episode. Um, I can't wait to talk about it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about this. I know in one of the podcast episodes, I already kind of like threw in a little bit of my thoughts, but Mm -hmm. that was only after I think watching maybe three episodes. So now after having seen all 10. You said at three is when they finally, Daisy Jones comes and joins the six. Yes. Which makes sense because that's how the book was. Yep. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Taylor Jenkins Reid was one of the producers of the miniseries. Yes, she was. And you could tell. And I loved yes, it. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. Um, I don't. How do we start? How do we get started I don't know. on this one? I just loved it. Um, so it's okay. So I. I this is going to be a very informal discussion because neither of us this made gonna, any. This is going to be jumping all over the fucking place. A little bit, a little bit, and like certainly, I we finished watching it probably more than a month ago. But didn't and, you say you watched it again? Uh, we haven't watched it again. Oh, okay. But I will tell you right now that like the album is constantly playing. Like I'm constantly listening to the album. It it's is because it's amazing. So good. The music is just out of this freaking world. It is so good. Um, I love that they can take like new music that has never been out before and make it sound like it was created in the 1970s. You know, I just absolutely love that. Um, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Okay. So everybody knows this is one of our favorite books that we've read. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing it come to life on the screen was fucking I, I exhilarating. Can't stop I right know now. <laughs> it was exhilarating. So Katie, like I just finally finished it. So that's, what's been holding this up. Um, and I do want to acknowledge the fact that I'm a fucking idiot sometimes. And I watched the first seven episodes of this, uh, show and got to the point in time where I was like, I don't want to watch the last one. I need to be fully mentally prepared. I need to be in the right mindset. I need to have total focus and the total amount of time. And I'm, I know I'm not going to fall asleep, but I need to be fully awake and then I finally watched it, and then I realized that episode eight it was not the last one because nope. there's ten. There's ten. Episodes. So I kind of put a put a big pause on the whole thing <laughs> for yes. a few weeks because I wasn't yes. ready to watch the last one. And then I watched eight, and then I watched nine, and then I did only like a three day pause before I watched episode ten. So I watched the whole show with my husband, and um, he was obsessed with the show absolutely like floored by the show loves him he's very much into music he's a music guy he when he started going to college he went to be a music producer so like he's obsessed i don't with think that i stuff. knew that yeah he 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 did is that Obviously, why we have video it. power hours pretty much like john john loves that kind of shit but um it, you know, it obviously didn't work out for him or whatever. And, uh, but either way, that doesn't change his love of music. And, you know, I love music and I love books and I love it when I start seeing these things that I love so much on screen. And I have always loved a TV musical kind of thing. I mean, yep. you Glee. know, I loved Glee, loved watching Glee. That was so much fun. But the difference between these two, like the major difference between these two is this is original music. 
And I think it's really fucking cool that they did that and pulled it off and it came out so beautifully. So I loved the book, but I think that I liked the TV series more than the book. And I told you this. And I think that it goes to the to the style of the book. So it was a very much an interview-centric book. And there was different characters having the same conversation yeah. and being like, nope, that's not what happened. Yep. And seeing that play out on the screen and having a, an actual scene happen and then cut to an interview, an interview set yes. where one of the main characters is like, yeah, that was a really hard day. Yes. And and that the way that it showed and portrayed on the screen to me was better than reading it. I also I didn't read the fucking song lyrics at the back of the book because I don't have time for that shit. And being able to just hear the songs even yes. though the lyrics were different. And that was one thing that bugged me at first, but obviously having sit sat with it for a while and also listening to the, the album con like it's literally on repeat. Um I'm more at peace with it. However, some of the lyrics were in the in the book were really important to me. Like the way that a certain song was meant to portray something and let let let's take for instance the song Honeycomb, which is the first song that Daisy and Billy sing together. And Billy writes this song, Honeycomb, about um, becoming a, a better man for his wife and Camilla and taking her to this place that she wants to live. And, um, you know, they they did it. They, they created this thing and blah, blah, blah. And Daisy, being this perceptive woman that she is, she reads these lyrics and, and hears the song and she's like, this is a great song, but it would be better if it was about it was what it flipped. really should be about. Because, like, I can hear in, like, in the way that you are singing it that, you know, you're scared that this is not the way it's really going to turn out. Mm -hmm. And she made it much more of a, like, well-rounded all song. More kind of about, like, um, you know, we could have had it all, but what if we can't? You know what I mean? So, um, and I'm not, I don't know if you had the same experience as me, but that episode, the third episode, when they sing that song together, the first time her voice comes in... It gave you chills. It chills. gave me chills. Like, goosebumps, chills. Yes. I, so... They and, have ridiculous chemistry on screen. It, it is... Riley Keough. Riley Keough, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Granddaughter. And Bill, uh, Sam Claflin, who You were just going to say Billy Dunn. I was going to say Billy Dunn. <laughs> Sam Claflin plays Billy, and he it was Finnick O'Dare in yes. The Hunger Games. Which I was watching at the same time as I first started Daisy Jones. I was like, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, they, the two of them together, not only their physical chemistry and the way that they interact, but their, their voices together is chilling. Yeah. For the fact that they are actors. But they can also do this. Right. Right. Exactly. And let me just explain to you, like, I've read a lot about this. I, um, in the weeks, like, after the show came out, it was all over TikTok. Like, TikTok with, like, with Blue. Daisy Jones was going crazy. Did they drop all 10 at the same time? They dropped the album, I think. The show. Uh, no, no. So what happened was they did um, episode one through three. Then they did four through six. Then they did, I think they did seven, eight, and then nine and ten. 
or they did seven, eight, nine, and then ten. I think it was seven, eight, and nine, and ten. Um, so not not all like not weekly, not but also time, yeah. not all at the same time, which I kind of liked, but at the same time I was like, oh my god, like I, I'm ready for it. But I I think we've had this conversation. I thoroughly enjoy, which it, it's irrelevant to me because I watch the whole thing in my own <laughs> timeline. Yes, exactly. But I like. When it's not all there because you can absorb it and you can think about it and you can reflect on what you saw and how you felt and you can have conversations with people about it as opposed to just plowing through the whole thing. And then you miss some of those minute things that were super important in Mm -hmm. that episode and might have been one of your favorite parts, but... In the grand picture, it's minuscule. So. This is this is something that like I I follow a lot of like crit like TV and 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 movie critics and stuff on, on things like Twitter and TikTok and whatever, and like this is something that they talk endlessly about the idea of that we've become like such a binge like worthy place where it's just like I gotta have it all at one time. So when there is a show like Disney Plus does this with their shows now where they release only one episode at a time yep. each week. Yeah. And it's such a it's it brings you back to like it's like to your nostalgic. Exactly. Yes. Like everybody it's Friday night we gotta watch TGIF. And it's where water cooler talk came from. It's yeah. like hey did you watch did you watch Grey's Anatomy last night? Did yep. you you know what I mean? So it's like it's fun to have that back kind of even though it's not how they have to do it um, because obviously it's all done. They could just yep. put it out there yep. all at once or whatever. So that's how it did come out. It came out three episodes at a time until the last, um, last couple. two chunks. Yes. Um, so there, I just, their chemistry kills me. Like it's so good. There were a couple things in the show that I was just like, I don't understand why they changed that in a way. Um, I didn't love the change of Billy actually kissing Daisy. I mean, I did love it because I loved it. Because it was fucking hot. Because it was hot. But also at at the same time, it kind of was like, it kind of made Billy seem like more of an asshole than I think he really is. Because like now you're talking about like, yes, he cheated on his wife in the past. You know, we know that he did because he went to rehab. Which didn't really play out very much in the in the I TV mean, show because like, they just don't have enough time to put it in there. But you see it, like yeah. she gets on a she gets on a tour bus and he's with an, a, other women or a, a, another girl or whatever. And you know the drinking and the drugging and he he the same thing happens. You know he misses the the birth of his daughter to go to rehab mm-hmm. instead and doesn't meet her until three months later when he gets out. Um, all of that plays out. I guess I didn't. Of course, like the whole time I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six, I want Billy and Daisy to get together. But seeing it play out on screen while he was still with Camilla, it kind of bugged me and a little bit. It, it bugged me a little bit. I was just like, I didn't want that to be him anymore. Like he he made this change and like it was so important to him to be the man that he thought he was supposed to be. And, um, you know, Daisy Jones comes in with her long ass legs and her beautiful hair and her gorgeous face and, and beautiful sultry voice. And yes. 70s yes. outfits that just look so fucking comfortable oh my and God, free. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love to have a fringe halter crochet top mm-hmm. that I can just wear and my tits stay where they're she, supposed to. She's fucking my beautiful. My stomach is that flat. <laughs> she is absolutely gorgeous. Um, so that, that bugged me a little bit. Um. I don't want to jump to the end just yet because I can tell you what bugged me about the ending of the uh, ending of the series too. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who was your favorite character in the TV show? Uh, 
So it has to be Warren. Like, Warren cracked me the fuck up. I loved his fucking porn stash for yes. like, the whole fucking thing. Yes, and, like, literally everything that he said was so funny. And I remember that from the book, too, just finding him yep. really funny and hilarious. So the I love the kid. Like, he brought, like, the actor. I, I wish I could remember his name at the, off the top of my head. But the actor brought him to life so well. Like, it was so funny. And he totally reminded me of a 70s dude. You know yep. what I mean? Um, so I, I liked him a lot. He just, he was funny with his boat. You know, he bought his boat and all yeah. that shit. And then, he, you know, <laughs> married to a star. Yeah. Yeah. Married to the Lisa Cartwright or yeah. whatever the hell her name was. Um, so I, I really, I actually really didn't have a character that I disliked. No, no, no. Um, I, all three of the main female characters, every single time they were on screen, I was like, nope, she's my favorite. Yeah. Nope. She's my favorite. Yeah. Nope, she's my favorite. So Karen, you know, she her name is Suki Suki Waterhouse, and she is dating Robert Pattinson. Really? Yes, yes. So and it's funny because they just recently like they went they the Met Ball was recently, and they were there together. So I'm like, oh, they make a really fucking very gorgeous yeah. couple. <laughs> she's she's actually British, right? Yes. Okay. And she's fucking beautiful. She is. I. I, the so the quote unquote current interview picture parts with her yeah I wasn't a fan of her hair there yes, yeah but her like in the band hair yeah. I just everything about her and the way she presented herself and the way she moved and the way she got into the music and just everything about her persona as Karen yeah I was enamored with yeah same, and I loved same. I loved the way that the the abortion played out with her and Graham and yeah. just I told you I took care of it like I told you I didn't want this I don't yeah. know what you thought I wasn't going to change my mind and the the strength that she had in that moment and then there were so many episodes where I was like Camilla is my fucking favorite mm-hmm. Camilla is my favorite like she's my favorite and then I get to you obviously you get to the end and Camilla is my favorite because of the way it ends She's my favorite. Yeah. Well, I like... But I want to be Daisy. I I know. I know. Same. Same. And I loved, like, you know, again, saying again the whole time, you're you're constantly rooting for Daisy and Billy because you know that they they have this amazing chemistry on the stage and they have this amazing, amazing, like, musical chemistry. And everybody who's with them can see that they have this incredible tension between them. And, you know, Billy is trying to cut it off because you know because he doesn't trust himself he, yes. does, he knows that it's dangerous yes yes and like when you they get to the episodes where they're like actually enjoying each other's company it's so fun to watch like it's mm-hmm. really fun and one of my favorite parts in the series is the song so the song that i played at the beginning um uh, if you even heard it, is um, is called uh, Let Me Down Easy. And it's one of my favorite songs on the album. It mm-hmm. might be my favorite song mm-hmm. on the album. And when they, when they film that part, they play the whole song and they're kind of like, folk, they're going around in a circle. They're all in, in the studio together. And they're kind of going around in a circle and focusing on each band member at one time. And that part just like I I randomly will throw that on YouTube sometimes and just be like I have to watch this again because it's so so good <laughs> the way they do it is incredible like I absolutely love it there you can tell they're all so into the music um they're all just doing their fucking thing so let me go back because I totally forgot about this um we were going to talk about this um these are all actors who really didn't know how to do these things yeah. um they went to a band camp for three months did they really yes 
They literally started a band camp for three months before they even started filming just so they could all learn their instruments get away like figure out how their tones this and like match like an and whatever pie band clan, band camp. no 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 no, no. <laughs> this is literally like you're gonna start learning how to play a this guitar one time and this one time at band camp yeah um because if anybody can hear this one time and doesn't automatically think at band camp yeah. <laughs> i know exactly right <laughs> yeah uh, at least our age i don't know yeah. if anybody well, younger yeah. than us would figure it out but um so i thought that was really cool like none of these people knew how knew to do how to this do stuff it. Um, I think maybe one or two of them had had like some kind of musical, some kind of musical yeah, ability. Yeah, I mean, I feel and... like a lot of actors probably touch into that realm at least a little bit just to make themselves mm-hmm. more palatable to a broader range of absolutely whatever. Yes. I'm and trying you can to put say. like a special skill on your resume yeah. or something. You know? <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm a notary public, and they went to band camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you really a notary? Yes, I did not know that. Hey, you just got to take a test. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I just never, I've never taken it. You know what it does for me? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sign people's retirement papers. And you have to keep a log now. A log of what I do have like. to keep a log. Yeah. That's new. That is new. They never used to have to do that. No, but it kind of makes more sense and makes it seem slightly more official and more important Absolutely. than what they am actually doing. And Absolutely. just fucking stamping my stamp on things. Stamping your stamp and, yeah. you know, checking people's licenses and shit. Anywho. Yeah. Well, back to the fringe top halter top. Yeah. <laughs> fringe crocheted halter, halter top. Um, what else did I want to say about... I... Can... The- do you want to go to the end? Because I need to go to the end. Yes, I need to go to the end, too. Because I was... Let me, let, let me just take a brief p- part here, too, and 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 recognize that. So the book the book basically t- takes place 30 years after they have... So it takes place in the 2000s, 30 years after they've had the band. Whereas the show, because they don't want to age these characters up very much, takes place only 20 years later. I don't know if you recognize that at all. Well, I knew they weren't as old as they should have been. Yes. Um, but I didn't... Yeah, I don't know if it was actually said that it was only twenty years. I think they do say it so- at, some, at some some somewhere that it's twenty years later instead of the thirty years that the book takes place, which makes sense because they definitely look more nineties. Yes, exactly. And this was a change I actually really liked because then it makes you it makes you kind of more interested in how Billy and and Daisy, Daisy are gonna get together. are gonna get together because they're you know they're only fifty instead of you know sixty or seventy you know whatever. So like, um. I don't know. I guess that's kind of a little, you know, ageist of me in like a way. 40? But... Weren't they only like 20 to start? Yeah. So they're in there like, but Billy was a little bit older, I think. Yeah, like so he's, 20s. yeah. So my guess is he's late 40s. At this point, he's late 40s, maybe early 50s. I mean, he's got a 20 something year old daughter, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, But I, I, I still love that they kept that stuff in. I, I love that the, I love that the stuff happens on camera where she shows Daisy and or she tells Daisy and Billy about what her mom said yeah, or shows mom, yeah, shows, shows them her the mom's tape interview. Yes, yeah. Yes. I did really like that 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 flip of it, but I also I felt like it was sooner in the book that you knew Camilla wasn't doing well. Honestly, I can't remember when that it, I just, came out. Mm, I don't know. It just felt like it in my mind it just my recollection of it. I felt like it was earlier in the book. Um which was part of my concern when I thought that I only had one episode left and even though I had 3 that I hadn't You're like is she still that, dying? Is she sick? Yeah. Did she actually get sick? Did that happen? Well, so and that's funny cuz you know in the show they clearly make her makeup like you can tell like 
she's very pallid. She's pale. She, yes. yes. And she's then she's not... got the point in time where she's shifting the wig. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I just, I, I felt like it should have happened before the last episode, and I don't think it did happen before the last episode at all. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, because I don't think they point out even that it's his daughter until the last episode uh, as well. No, not at all. Yeah. She, like, it's like halfway through the yes. episode where she goes, well, what do you think, Dad? And yeah. he's just like, what? And I was like, all right, finally bringing it in. Um, also, she looked not exactly how I wanted her to look, but... That's beside the point. Yeah, that's the tough part when they come out. It's like, yeah, that's not yeah, how I pictured no. him, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, um, it is what it is. Do you remember in the book, does Camilla hook up with Eddie? No. I didn't think that so. That never happens. And that was another thing I didn't like. I I didn't like that because um, it was just, it felt out of character to me for Camilla. For Camilla. It felt very out of character, and I didn't like it. I just... it. Uh, not that I'm saying that like she shouldn't have been able to do something. I, I like that. I like what she said afterwards. Yes. She's like, I think I felt that I just needed a secret too. I think that's what she says right after. Yeah. And like, totally get it. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. But I don't think that's a that's a choice that Book Camilla would have made. No, and that just felt out of character. For I think me. she would have. Book Camilla would have played it better, and gotten to a point in time where she was like. Nope, this isn't really what I want right now. Yeah. And, like, and stopped it. And and Book Camilla was also very um she knew exactly who Billy was. Knew the demons that he had to face down every day, mm-hmm. the kind of choices that he had to make every day. And I get that it was different because, you know, in the show, something has happened between Billy and Daisy. Whereas in the book, it doesn't it happen. Hasn't. It's just yep. there's a lot of tension there, which is palpable. Everybody can feel it. Everybody can see it. But you know that nothing has ever happened. Whereas she can clearly sense. I mean, us as readers knew nothing had yes. happened. Camilla didn't. Well, exactly. I guess you're right about that. But she is, you know, when she's in their presence, she's like, oh, yeah, they've done something. And, you know, it's just a kiss. And she goes a little further than that. But it's a kiss that meant something. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it meant I was a big fan of the scene of Camilla and Daisy when Daisy was playing the piano. So after Camilla and it might have been it might have been the last episode or it was episode nine where she was basically talking to Billy in the and was just like Camilla says, I have my secret, too. And Billy's like, what are you even talking about? And she's like, you have one. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I've never done anything with her. I had one kiss. And I think that Camilla realizes, like, mm, uh, whoop, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But then when that's when Daisy walks in the hall at the same time and she's like, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Daisy ends up playing the piano in like the dining room mm-hmm. or whatever of the hotel. And Camilla comes in. That conversation that they have, um, where Daisy says to Camilla, he's telling you the truth, you know. You're always going to be his choice. He's always going to pick you. And she goes through, like, a bunch of reasons why. And Camilla is just hearing them as obligations that Billy has to has to her. Yeah. Or she is the obligations. Yeah. And the, the dynamic between those two personalities of you're who he wants to be because he's this person with you. But you're who he wants to be because he's this person with you. Right. And the opposition of those two positions that are Billy. Personalities that are Billy. Oh, so it's so good. Another 
another departure I didn't love was um, him actually like taking the slide back and and drinking the drink at the bar and doing the cocaine at the like this is totally different Uh, yeah at the last at the last concert and I'm gonna talk about the last concert here because I also didn't like that I didn't like so in the book if you remember they Camilla and Daisy meet I think at the hotel before the concert maybe the night before or whatever they have a they have a conversation i can't even remember how it happened but daisy ends up in camilla's hotel room because like she's ready yes yeah. yes and and her daughter is sleeping there <clears throat> yeah and this is where you find out that it's her daughter like it's their daughter that's, that's telling the story yeah um because she's like i remember that night i remember that night you came into the room and you know blah 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 and Daisy and Camilla were having a conversation about, you know, Daisy's finally ready to get help and not be, you know, this drug addicted person and whatever. Um, that doesn't happen on screen. And I didn't love that. Only I, I just I really wanted to see more of Camilla For, and Daisy together. Yes. Um, and I just so that to me was just like, why, why did that need to be taken out? Like, there's plenty of time here. I don't know why that scene had to be taken out. And then I didn't love at the concert, you know, they go backstage and Billy and and her are making out and whatever and kissing and blah, blah, blah. And that's where I had to hit pause because my kids and my husband were done playing video games at that point in time and came into the room. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) At this point? Uh, But um, I I still can't wrap my head around the change of the last concert in general. So in the book, they're singing the song. They they end up singing the song together, and they both can tell, and everybody can tell, this is the last time we're going to do this. This is the last time we're going to sing this song. And if you remember, she changes the lyrics back to what he, what he had intended wrote, them to be. Wrote in it. That's yes. what I was going to say. Yes, exactly. Cheers for the margarita <laughs> from the bottle. Um, And I was bummed that that didn't play out on screen. Yeah. He never starts singing, and she says and she gives him a she nod. Does get out of here! Yes, Go and get her, he whatever. goes and finds Camilla. They live their next twenty years together. I just, I really wanted that. Like, I really wanted that, that last. Like... I really wanted that last song together, and I was bummed I didn't get it because, again, like I just said, that "Let Me Down Easy" is my favorite song on the, on the album, but "Honeycomb" is really like. Right but there. It's really, really just if you even if you listen to it, it is the most beautiful fucking song. That's I've why ever it's heard. on the radio now. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's such a the harmony in that music in that song is fucking just out of this world. It's so beautiful. And like to, I would have loved to see them actually do it together one, one last time. time with her flipping the words. And it would have had more well, it would have held more weight to me. It would have held more weight to me. So I was bummed. Like, why? Why the change there? Why couldn't they do that? And then she she say, I know you gotta go. Go get her. Go get her. Yeah. You know? Um that being said, like those were the only major gripes that I had. The rest of it was just fucking flawless and like I love, I love the end. You know, he he goes, knocks on her door, and she opens it, and the last thing you see is just her smile at him. Yeah, I love her that. Her smile is absolutely beautiful. Oh my god, she's just she's just a fucking stunning, stunning woman. <laughs> um, so I think I I don't know. Simone was even cast beautifully, and that I whole love Simone relationship between Simone and I want to say Bobby. I know it's not Bobby. 
I can't remember what her name was. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Simone gives up on her dream to stay with yes, her is yes. like, oh. And I, I like that, you know, they we brought see Simone her. on stage. Yes, and, and like, she was more fleshed out. I like her. Yes. I liked seeing her as a character. Um, and it just, it was, it was fun. They had a really good relationship. I... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, I almost feel like I still liked Simone more in the book than in the, in the show, but I do like that we get to see more of their relationship mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, but it was fun. There was an episode where, you know, you see more of Simone's, like, she's like big in the disco. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, that was Having fun. A blast. That was very fun. And then you get to see a whole episode, the episode where she goes to Greece to get Daisy. Listen, I felt like that whole portion of Daisy's life took up way too much of the screen time. I think so too. Like, I think so too. He wasn't meant to be that big of a character. He was meant to be like her I don't uh She married him just to forget about Billy, basically. Yeah, it what's was the word I want? The, like her, or... her just like distraction. Yes. It, she he was meant to be her distraction, but not for long. Yeah. And I felt like he took up too much time and he was in too much but they did play out the scene where she is overdosing in the yes. shower. They played yes. that out very well. Yes. Except he was all sorts of awkward, like, uh, I gotta go. I don't know. What, I gotta go. I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you. I didn't, I didn't care for that portion of it. It was just kind of like, okay, enough of this guy. He sucks. Why, why do I have to, yeah. why is he on my screen for yeah. too long? Like, yeah. no, thank you. Pass. Um, and I, like, I, I was kind of bummed that it was, like, a whole episode of them in Greece. And I was just like, no, I don't need this. Not the whole I time. I don't need mm-hmm. this. I don't need this. Half an episode. Okay. Go back to... Yeah. Go back Simone to Simone showing up and being like, like, all right, let's go. Yeah. We're piecing the fuck out of here. This guy's an idiot. So let's go. Um, other than that, I, I, like, I just... I, I can't stress enough, like, how good... Not just Daisy and Billy chemistry like their chemistry but the whole ensemble cast they're yes. like it really felt like a real band and like people struggling to make it in the beginning and you know not having money and having to live in this little rundown place together and then having two tour buses and staying wherever they want yes. and yes. showing up whenever they want yeah and the two tour buses don't forget that that was because billy and daisy couldn't, couldn't stand, stand being around being, each yep. other like yeah so. so i have one final question to you yes why was it not called Daisy Jones and the Five? So, I remember it being, they were called, so they were called the Six. I remember from the book, they were called the Six because there were six of them. It was Billy, Graham, Warren, Eddie, and there were two other people. And I can't remember exactly who who it was. So, in the show, they play it off as, like, that one kid whose garage they're using, and then all of a sudden he's like, I can't use it anymore. Yes. So, is that, that was meant to be the six, but what did he play? Like, what was his so use? there was the guy, he was the keyboardist, and that's why they go and get Karen afterwards. But so then that's still five. So, but there was another person. In the book, there was another person. In the show, they don't really explain it very okay. well. In the book, it's explained much better. They just didn't want to change it to the five. It just didn't, it sounded stupid. Well, it's not the book. Yes. Yeah. So they they didn't, like, they were like, okay, we're not going to change that. We're just going to be the six because that's who everybody knows us as. Um, side yeah. note, Daisy is my favorite flower. Second side note, I've always loved the name Daisy. And I've also always dreamed of having a child and particularly a daughter and naming her Alice. 
And what a shock. <laughs> go figure. Um, my coworker at the bookstore at St. Rose, she got pregnant and was having a girl before I got pregnant with Adam. Actually, I might have, mm, she was pregnant before me. And I think she found out she was having a girl and she said, I'm going to name her Alice Daisy. And I was like, I both love and hate you for that. <laughs> like, love and hate you. Mm-hmm. And then I found out I was having a boy. I was like, all right, good. And we're not going to have two Alice babies yeah. running around the bookstore. There you go. There you go. It's perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. And it was delightful. And I'm definitely going to rewatch it. I just haven't had the time to sit down and do it. I really just want to live my life in the 70s. Oh, I my think. God. Same. Same. Just the freedom of not caring yep. what I'm wearing. Yep. Not having cell phones everywhere and just living in the moment. And, and the music was phenomenal. Like, yeah. it's literally the music that I go back to all the time. Like mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting around and I want to listen to music, mm-hmm. it's going to be classic rock. It's going to be seventies mm-hmm. music. Typically a fucking like perfect decade of music. It mm-hmm. really is. Nineties hip hop. Agreed. Agreed. 100% <laughs> agree with you. Um, so yeah, no, John and I would, would watch this show and he was just like, I wish we lived back then. I wish that like this was when we lived. And it makes me kind of jealous of my mom. My mom would have been, my mom would have been 20 in 1970. So like, it's very much like, wow, she got to live through that she, yeah. and, like, enjoy her, like, most formative years in that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, she did a lot of hard drugs and, and shit like that, like everybody was doing back then. So not interested in that part. But well, there wasn't fentanyl. So mm. nobody was dying. Mm. Less people were dying. People still died of drug overdoses. That, that's for sure. Anyways. But, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, I don't know if we should finish. Do we finish this the same I way? I have we no do idea how we finish a screen episode, but thank you for joining us. Yeah. And join us next time, please. When we. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>